Hi, I'm Oliver Penninger, the best marketing intern Thrio has ever had, and this is episode 148 of the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone podcast, where we talk about the people, process, and technology to work together better inside enterprises. This episode was recorded on January 11th, 2018. In this episode, Danny talks to Tommy about plans for 2018 for the podcast. They discuss some of the many changes that happened over 2017, along with the three-wheel culture and how they plan to preserve it. Enjoy this episode, and thanks for listening. Brothers and a Microphone Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with the other bald brother, Tommy Ryan. Hey, Tommy. Where it's at? <laughs> it's two bald brothers and a microphone. microphone. Wow, 2018, huh? Oh, gosh. It's another year. They go by way too quickly. They do, don't they? They sure do. They sure do. I wanted to get together with you and, and talk about, uh, sort of put a recap on last year and, and talk about some plans for this upcoming year. So I really enjoyed getting together with you and the others at, at uh, Three Will and these podcasts, just a, a chance to get away and have a nice conversation about different things going on at Three Will. So last year, we um, some of the things that we did besides rebranding it as Two Bald Brothers and a Microphone Podcast is uh, we started to do some client interviews. I enjoyed that. I think we should continue to do that. Definitely. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a win-win all, all around. Absolutely. Win-win. Ding. Um, we also did some books. So, um, we did the Danny reads the book and shares it with Tommy and Tommy gets, you know, hopefully some of the fruits of, mm-hmm. of what comes out of the book. Yeah. I the, especially the PDX like stuff. Yeah. Good. We're talking yeah. about that a lot in our business planning. Yes. Yes. And that, that, that'd be some good things for us to hit maybe later on is what was the impact of reading some of these books. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice for me. I, I don't really understand something unless I try to teach it to someone else. So it has a lot of benefits to me as well. So I think we continue to do that. Um, what else? What else went well with last year as far as the podcast? Any thoughts? Um, yeah, I think, you know, we talked about our values. I thought that's that was yes. good. I mean, it's always yes. important. It's kind of core to what gets us up in the morning. So. Mm-hmm. To not just talk about technology the whole time is mm-hmm. good. Um, so that I thought that was a good thing to do. Also, we continued just to uh, rehone in on the practices mm-hmm. and you know why do we do the things that we do? Mm-hmm. Um, so we can solidify that in our mind yes. and be clear to our customers of why we're doing it. The quest to be best in the world at something. I think mm-hmm. that's what you know just. Something where we're providing such a, a, an incredible service to do that, we can't be generalists. And so sort of what are we honing in on and what are we, where are we able um, to really have the capacity to blow something away? And I yeah. think we're, it's fun seeing how this is evolving and seeing what's coming out of that. And I think the evolution of the practices is sort of how we're tuning into that. Right. Yeah, a lot of inspecting and adapting. I yeah. mean, trying to have some consistency but at the same time, understand, you know, where your market is going so you can respond to that and not, you know, push an idea that is before it's time yep. or maybe not, you know, an idea worth pursuing. Yep. 
2018, what's your overall, you feeling optimistic, pessimistic, feeling like status quo? Where, how are you feeling right now? Feeling good. I, I think yeah. um, you know, when we went back and looked at some of the data around how our um, makeup of our customers have been over the years and, uh-huh. and um, some of the things that we're doing to provide you know, stability and growth, um, it looks like a good year. Yeah. And I think we're, we're trying to repeat what we did this year um, that we did so well and do it in a scalable way. Um, I think that's one of the themes and, and, and not burning ourselves out. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a tough, a great year, but a tough year, I think, for the organization because we were, we did not uh, catch a break the whole year. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that uh, that production, production capacity, <laughs> yep. you know, not killing the goose <laughs> that yes. has the golden egg um, to continue to nurture the environment that we have and, and make sure that we consciously do things that, keep us in balance as we are, you know, having a healthy uh, pipeline of business. You keep on bringing this up, which is really important to folks, which is uh, part of the, you know, we're a services firm. So like it or not, utiliz- it's utilization times the bill rate. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you make it how, simple. Yeah. Make it simple. And along with that, how we try to build in, you know, you're not supposed to be billing 40 hours a week. It's, you got, you've got four hours, you sort of built into this is some way of, uh, you know, looking at the production capacity side of things as well. Right. But but people get busy on projects. Oh my goodness. You and I know we used to be on projects. We Mm -hmm. understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also understand how important it is to stay uh, up on the latest technology, refine your skills, learn new things as well. Right. Right. No one wants to be on the bench. I think there's a a sense of, I want to be, um, you know, bring me in, you know, on the, on the court. I, I want to play. I don't yep. want to sit on the bench. Yep. Um, there's always great things to do on the bench, but I think there's a sense of, I want to add value. I want to you know, be doing something for a customer versus doing something that is in between those mm-hmm. customer engagements. And mm-hmm. that, that's just the DNA of a good consultant, you know, wanting to uh, be in on the uh, on the game and, and making a difference. Tell me some about because one of the conversations we've been having recently has been about you know, we've got a primary you know my part of my marketing goals is to bring on um, enterprise clients so larger right. clients that are typically want to buy the types of services that we have to offer. We define those as being um, uh, companies with an annual revenue of a billion dollar or greater a year in annual revenue. Um, we've been having some conversations recently of the sort of the, um, you know, which, which do we continue to do all that type of work for, for enterprise clients versus a mix of small and mid-sized clients? Tell yeah, me what the thought is there. Yeah, and, and I think historically we've had quite a few, you know, mid-small-sized clients. And, and, and from the beginning, uh, yeah. we've worked with the, the large companies. You know, our, our business it, what hasn't been geared around a small to medium size market. It's always been the enterprise market. That's really where we get the bulk of our, um, you know, our stability as an organization. But in the, the, the way we can serve those clients the best is the smaller companies are the ones that can go into the newer technology yeah. sooner. Yeah. And so when we go into an enterprise situation, they they don't want to be doing it for the first time or they don't want us to be doing it for the mm-hmm. first time. So having the smaller, medium-sized businesses that you know, Office 365 and Azure is strategic for them, 
we can, you know, try things that are going to make a big impact to them and that's worth the risk um, of taking on newer technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's a little bit easier to put your arms around for these smaller size organizations. So yep. that's been strategic. And also it's, it's fun with some of these smaller clients mm-hmm. where you're working with the leaders of the organization and you can go after some pretty strategic, high-impact type problems, and, and we're, we're passionate about that. We love solving problems and solving problems that are worth solving for our customers. So, you know, you can get into these large organizations, and a lot of times it's hard to um, be connected to the true value and yeah. excitement of yeah. the impact that you're making in these bigger projects with larger companies. But, you know, you, you can get that typically in the smaller um, size business. But as a, a company our size, we in the, in the work we try to do and the way we structure things, it's not healthy for us to have all small, you know, yeah. company work. It's just, it's not scalable. It's not viable for us at this point. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the analogy is, is where, you know, we serve up um, three hour Italian dinners and we're not a fast food restaurant. We're right. not like come in and get this, get out, get in, get out, get in, get out. Yeah. So for smaller clients, that's really what they're looking for is, you know, just get me, uh, get me up, give me a small intranet on office 365, get in, get out. Right. Um, and we're, you know, much more focused in on, you know, the, for what, typically large clients are doing where they're building out line of business applications and really investing in, in Office 365 and Azure as a platform. So Yeah, and I think it's natural because of our, our desire for how we sell. Um, mm-hmm. We want to sell based on how we deliver and building relationships and that, that transactional sell, that small transactional where you have to keep costs of sales down mm-hmm really low to be able to turn a lot of small things mm-hmm. and the efficiencies that have to go into turning a lot of small things. We like the larger ones because it gives us the opportunity to build relationships mm-hmm. um, and it you know, it plays to our strengths where they want us to do the next project. And mm-hmm. if you're with a smaller company, they can't always afford that next project. Yeah. So it's good to... Um, be with organizations that can continue that relationship almost ongoing year after year, you know, uh, on a contiguous basis versus engaging, having to keep in contact four years later, we've got the next project. That's Mm -hmm. a a lot harder to manage in in a company our size. Tell me about your process that you go through with the annual planning of looking at sort of like the revenue and what, 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 what is, talk me through what goes on there. Well, it, it, there's a little bit of a iterative process. You got to pick something as a, as a goal and, and and do some litmus tests to say is that a, a viable goal? Is that the goal we want to set? Is it is it reinforce what um, is important to us as an organization in in terms of long term? You know, where are we going as a company? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we we set typically looking at you know previous performance and saying. What do we want to set as the next set of performance? And we're doing an HR plan around that to say, mm-hmm. okay, how do we achieve that in a way that is viable and won't burn us out? You know, don't plan on 110% utilization. Mm-hmm. You know, plan on something that's 100 or 95 that allows you to have some margin there to, to kind of adapt to not overshooting um, what you're trying to do as an organization. We really uh, care about providing an environment that if everybody's doing their part, um, mm-hmm. 
that uh, it's a stable environment. And as you know, out there in the larger company environments, there's a lot of um, a lot of overshooting and a lot of cutting back. Yeah. Um, where it, it, I think that it's naturally what they feel like they need to do because it's easy for them to lose touch in the quality of their their people that work at their organization. So to cut 10% um, for them is a healthy thing to do. But for a company our size, we really put a lot of work into getting good people mm-hmm. and wanting to keep those good people. So as we look at setting goals, it's setting goals that will stretch us but not put us in undue risk to having to let people go. Yeah. Um, so we look at that goal. That goal comprises of a makeup of um, you know hiring people and, and then also working with contractors yeah. you know, to mitigate some of that risk too. Um, but give us the capacity to go after the things that uh, allows us to grow. So, um, you know, how do we look at the work that we're doing and and how can we do that in a more scalable way? Mm -hmm. How can we respond to the market wanting more of something that maybe today we don't have the capacity to do, but we can quickly ramp up to that based on we're ready. We've done some homework to be ready for that, you know, scaled need of capacity. I think... um you're, you're mentoring not wanting to overshoot. I think another thing that's in the back of our mind as well, we were talking about values earlier, is not to have the culture change when Definitely. you're bringing on a bunch of sure. people. Yeah. Um, it allows for us to bring people on, um, assimilate them to the three-wheel way. <laughs> uh, no, just be able to um, continue the great culture that we have. I'll put it right. that way. And so if you're not, if you're bringing them on at a steady uh, clip and and not hiring you know 10 people at a time 20 people at a time that's allows yeah. for the a good the culture to stay around let me put yeah it that way i'm glad you're saying that because that that really um is an implicit thing for me all the time in the back yeah. of my mind is all about um the culture because at the end of the day that's what keeps me coming back to three will uh-huh. if we didn't have the culture that we have today it, it'd yep. be a, a showstopper Um, so we're always, you know, making sure that that's front and center. And, you know, this year we put a value wall up, you know, um, the ones that you see in some of these startup high tech companies, um, you know, chalkboard type, uh, painting in a sense. And, um, that way we see it, we pass by it every day because, um, it's easy to kind of get caught up in the, the business of the day-to-day and just the stress of the day-to-day that sometimes you can lose sight of your values if you don't reconnect to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our planning, you know, we we talk about those values as it relates to some of the things that we're trying to do. You know, we, we want to provide value for our customers, so there's some proactive things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. And how do we squeeze that in as a, as a consulting company that sets a a goal of utilization that can be can fly in the face of some of those things that you need to do to stay healthy. I also like that um, you know each month, like most companies do, they have like an employee of the month type of thing, mm-hmm. and you relate it back to one of our values, which I think is, is it's a good reminder as the you know as we go through the year of what those values are. Not only having them in, up on the wall. But also but, looking at people because right. values are displayed through people. That's right. And being able to call out a person and call out a value. And, and that we'd even do this up on the website, which each of our values 
have a statement by a person because people mm-hmm. display that. I mean, they have certain values. So I think that's pretty cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else about this upcoming year that you want to discuss or any well, thoughts know, on the upcoming I, I year? I think uh, we like things in threes. Yes, we do. And we had four practices. Oh, we're going we're down going to three. Going to three. <laughs> yeah. um, and the, the tension we had there is, you know, we have the migrations, mm-hmm. portals, applications, and sustainment. Yeah. And we kind of see that as a flow, you know, yeah. where not every customer has to come th- through the migration first, but it's where we're seeing a lot of our growth is through that migration as the mm-hmm. first engagement. Yep. And helping people, you know, migrate to the cloud in a lot of cases. And we see that that could be the final migration for them for a while. Yes. I mean, probably not forever, but I think, you know, these SaaS-based companies are trying to make that a potential you uh-huh. know, be their last migration. So we're putting a lot of effort into that, and that flows into, okay, now that you're in the platform, that migration, the value of that it was to be positioned in a new platform to get more out of that platform. Mm-hmm. And just migrating to it is not where you get the value. It, it gives you the potential to get the value. And then we want to do, we say portals, which is the out of the box and the information architecture, all the foundational pieces mm-hmm. that you can use the platform properly. And then building those applications on top of that, either being something in Office 365 in SharePoint or in Word, Excel, um, or in a web, websites in Azure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we look at you know, building those things, a lot of our projects, it's a mix of a portal and an application. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always clean to be one or the other. So you know, we felt that let's bring that together because um, we don't want to put too much emphasis on just helping people maintain their SharePoint environment. Mm-hmm. That's not where we have our passion. I mean, do we help people do that? We do, but it's not something that we're hiring and trying to say, what can we do better at in terms of maintaining a SharePoint environment? Mm-hmm. Because the cloud, that's really put in Microsoft's hands. They're trying to make sure you have a healthy farm environment. Not, mm-hmm. We're not putting emphasis on helping people do farm environments. That's something that... We think there's people out there that can do that. We can partner with them. If they don't want to add another partner and they want us to help, we have help there. But mm-hmm. we see, you know, getting into the cloud and providing something that, you know, kicks it up a notch. We were not, we're not complacent to just get the portal in place and start sharing documents and stuff there. Mm-hmm. We want to take them further. We want to enforce business process, you know, through some types of, you know, workflow type applications. Um, be able to collect data and share that data and, and make sure you're making good decisions around that data. Um, so that's what we're passionate about. So we kind of pulled that together. So we're, we're not putting too much energy in just portals, but it's really custom portals at the end of the day we're trying to you know, create for folks. Um, what we're grappling with, which we think all organizations are at this point, is, okay, what should I be doing now in the cloud? And we're starting, I think we're starting to see that turn where people mm-hmm. are starting to do things in the cloud. And we're very anxious, you know, helping some of those smaller cup, uh, customers and some of our larger customers um, just to get more value out of um, the Microsoft stack. 
and Azure is one that uh, we're putting more energy and understanding of authentication, you know, proper authentication, and just all the services. And what are the key services we want to be the best at that will allow us to create those custom solutions? And there's a little bit of a guessing game there. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of inspect and adapt. We're going to learn this, talk to our customers about it. Does it get traction? No? Okay, let's, let's, um, let's look at something else. And that, that you know, creates some anxiety, but we're there to take the journey with our customers and, and do as much proactive as we can um, to be ready for them when they take that, that step in that That's direction. the innovator's dilemma, right? It's, there's it always something new coming out. That, that, and do, what do you use at the time and what's the right appropriate um, technology to use uh, when you're going after these projects right. and when you're doing it? So. Yeah, Great. We're just trying to keep that tension. I think yeah. we're we're very practical to yeah. use what is going to work uh-huh. and not take too much risk with the customer unless they you know they they want to take that risk. Um, but there's a little bit of you know concern of let's let's keep on pushing ourselves because technology moves quickly and things that were the right thing to do three years ago maybe you're not the right thing to do today. So mm-hmm. we continue to challenge ourselves to say, are we doing the right thing? And we approach a, a custom solution. I'm excited about this year. Should yeah. be a good, yeah. it's going to be fun to, you know, uh, to repeat what we did last year and build on it. I think that's, that's, um, that's the way you grow a great organization and, a, a con- and hold on to the culture that you have. Um, so it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a, a new um, you know, account manager on board, so that's that's exciting to have the opportunity to shout have out to more John, shout Mr. out to John, Brady, um, and and looking at ways that we can have more um, build better relationships. I mean, mm-hmm. the way you scale that is people. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have good people that are caring people that um, want to find ways to help. And gosh, John is one of those guys that's so anxious to help people and and is not shy and get in front of people and, and, and helping them understand, you know, kind of what's the next step. So I'm um, excited to see that and, and, and start growing kind of our sales organization and have uh, a better sales organization. You know, it's been a while, you know, and, you know, you and I do a lot of that and, and uh, really everybody sell, sells here, of course, um, but there's a part of it that, is the sales professional role of uh, keeping those relationships healthy. And, and we care about that. So it's nice to be able to afford to add another person to the team. Nice. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for doing this, Tommy. Sure. And uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful 2018. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.